Hello, and welcome to our second podcast of 2012. My name is Stacy Garonzik from First Class Fitness. I'm the owner of First Class Fitness, located in Lemoyne, Pennsylvania. We're a private training studio specializing in the unique needs of our clients based on fitness goals, clinical needs, whatever it might be as far as getting into better shape. Our topic this week is why it's worthless to get on the scale. Why weigh yourself? You know, I had a horrible dream the other night that I was stuck in a room with lifetime Weight Watchers maintenance people. It was a room full of women who were arguing with me about why they needed to weigh themselves every day. Truly, this this was a nightmare for me, frankly, because this is a discussion I get into every time I meet with a new client, especially a, a female client, it seems, who's done the Weight Watchers program, not that men don't do it, but it seems to, to be that more women do it than men. And when I tell them I don't want to dwell on weight, it's like this never-ending battle because they're so accustomed to that term, watching their weight. You know, when it comes right down to it, it doesn't matter what we weigh. I'm sure, according to our federal government, they would disagree with me. They've got these lovely BMI charts now, body mass index, which are, to me, pretty much worthless, especially for people who exercise, and I'll get to that in a minute. All that a body mass index is, it is it is a correlate number between our height and our weight and what the federal government thinks we should weigh. Now, let me mention the federal government thinks we should eat according to the food pyramid guidelines, and we're a 98% population of obesity in the United States, so I don't have a whole lot of belief in the BMI, but it is a discussion that comes up a lot with clients as to what's the difference between body fat analysis and BMI, and the big difference is when we are able to measure a person's body fat, we can determine how many actual pounds of fat they have on their bodies versus how how many pounds of lean muscle mass, including bone smooth tissue, organs, etc. And it's, for most of my clients, a very depressing situation when they see that number for the very first time. If I get a client who's over 400 pounds, oftentimes they'll show over the limit as far as body fat, and that means that over 50% of their body is fat. That's not to say that a person who's 120 pounds can't also carry 50% body fat. And that's what I mean. It doesn't matter what you weigh. It matters how much of your body is lard versus how much is metabolically burning calories. The only true way to increase your metabolism is through improved clean eating that's frequent eating throughout the day, preferably prescribed amounts of food at the right time of day based on your energy needs, your workout schedule, your, your lifestyle needs, And then secondly, cardiovascular exercise along with resistance training. It's not complicated. I chuckle as I say this because on my Facebook today, there was a little controversy about, I made a comment about gastric bypass surgery, and and one of my clients made a comment back that, you know, it it doesn't really matter. When it comes down to losing weight, you got to focus on your diet. you got to focus on your exercise. You need to make a commitment. And that's definitely true to a certain extent. That doesn't mean you're necessarily going to lose weight, though. That's an assurance you're going to lose body fat. 
A lot of times with these gastric bypass surgeries as well as lap band surgeries, there's a lot of weight loss. But it's a lot of loss of lean muscle mass because when those individuals are able to start eating back regular quote-unquote food, their body can't eat as much. And if they're not working to increase their metabolism, guess what? Their body fat isn't going to drop at all. And that weight over time is going to creep back because they've done absolutely nothing to increase their metabolism. One individual made a comment that these surgeries are simply a, a tool. And I think in some cases that's very true. But I would have to say, in my experience, in my entire history, in 16 years of doing my work, I've only met maybe one or two individuals that that tool actually performed an action. In other words, there was a great result as a result of using that tool. So if it sounds like I'm against these type of surgeries and procedures, I absolutely am. You can look at the long-term research online, and there's very little to prove that these surgeries help long-term keep people leaner and healthier. They simply don't. But back to the weighing ourselves part. And, and the point of the matter is, you can get on a scale every single day, which statistics say that 46% of Americans get on a scale every single day. But if you are not changing your eating habits and you're not changing your exercise routine, it doesn't matter what you weigh. You could weigh the same amount every single year for 10 years and get fatter. Because remember, after the age of 25, our body wants to lose a pound of muscle and gain a pound of fat. There's not going to be any change on the scale there, but you'll find that your belly's getting bigger, your butt's getting wider, and you can be a fatter person and certainly a less healthy person. So the moral of the story is don't look for quick fixes. Focus on body fat, losing fat, increasing lean muscle mass, and get off the scale. Give your scale to somebody you don't like so they can use it. Weigh your food, not your body. Remember, portion control matters. I hope this has been helpful information for you this week, and I'll look forward to talking with you next week. Remember, check out our Facebook. Leave us comments. If you have any suggestions or any topics you'd like to hear more about, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Thank you, and have a healthy week.